Rolling Stone Podcast. Here's how we start off. I went paintballing yesterday with our uh, uh, our music extraordinaire and uh, theme song writer, uh, Rick Bruno, and um, the drummer to Angie and the Phalanges, Tim. We went... Rick had been texting me being like, hey, you want to go paintballing like a week prior? I was like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. Sarah was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And my initial thought going in was like, okay, I'm going to go paintballing. It's probably going to be like, hey, you get, you know, like three games and unlimited amounts of bullet, like the paintballs. And after, you know, three games, which will probably be like, you know, closer to two hours, like, have fun. You're on your way. Um, wasn't aware that it was in Ashland, Massachusetts, which is quite far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so went to Medford, Rick drove mm-hmm. to Ashland. Not that bad. Um, and we get there and they don't do it that way. They don't do it like by games or hourly. You just pay for the mask, the gun and like 500 bullets and you can just be there all day. Like you can just and continue to buy paintballs. Yeah. And just like spend more and more and more money. Like it's a it, they got quite a racket going on over at Boston Paintball Ashland. It's it's phenomenal. So so I just because I mentioned this to my producer the other day, I was like, we should go paintballing. Um, it is and, a Duncan. It's a blast. And she was like, yes, I'm down. And I'm looking it up now. It is $35 for a semi-auto marker, a mask, a field fee, and all-day air for the entire day. 35 bucks for a whole day of shooting each other? What could be better? Significantly <clears throat> cheaper than what I did. I paid $65 yeah. for, the, for the pack. And then I think I also like chipped in like an extra like 20 uh, no, like 15, $10, $15 because they bought an extra like re- like pack like of uh, yeah. 500 yeah, yeah. paintballs um uh, it, absolute blast it's such a workout too so we were like legitimately playing in two different call of duty maps outside mm-hmm. it had recently mm-hmm. rained in mass and it was like slop everywhere and it was so fun so the first map was called city and it was like on one end was a hospital. Another end was like a gas station. There was city hall in the middle. There is a downed plane in a cop car in the middle of it. There's like this big oil tanking truck. And we're me and Rick and Tim are fucking John Rambo through that <laughs> shit. Like pew, 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 pew. we're shooting everyone. We that second map, it's like in the woods and it's all these wooden barriers and like muck and mud and slop everywhere. It's like actually like not on concrete. It was a blast. And you're it's such a workout because if you're like trying to you, you're like, oh, like, let me duck behind this cover. No, if you want to like move, you can't just be like on your knees or like sitting down. You have to be in a squat position at all times because people it's I was squatting for five hours. Also, on top of it we were there from noon to five 30. We spent five and a half hours playing paintball. It was a blast. I'm yeah. This is something that I'm definitely going to be doing. If you've um, never done it before, it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm reading frequently asked questions on the website. And one of them is how safe is the game? And the answer is just insurance stats show paintball as being safer than golf or tennis. 
There you, yes. There you go. It's a controlled That's environment. I will say the very first time I got hit, I'm like peeking around a corner and I like extend, overextend myself, have no idea where this guy who hit me was. And he hits me and I'm holding the gun like this. Like, so with my thumb is exposed, it hits oh. me right on the fucking thumb. It rolls off and hits me in the neck. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just put my hands up and walked out. They, the referee looks at me and goes, you're not hit. And I go, my thumb hurts really bad. And he just goes, all right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the other dude, it just popped up in his mask collateral. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me tell you the thing I've been saving. Yeah. We were in a, so like we, we, or we got the like highest caliber, like basically like the fastest shooting gun, the biggest and hardest paintball. And it was like, we got the adult package. Cause in this place, there's like kids running around everywhere, but they all had smaller paintballs and like lower pressurized guns. And so like, it wouldn't hurt if you like, you like a little kid yeah. got hit. We, there was just three of us. We, just continually got put into matches with a bunch of people who had all of their own gear and guns and yeah, uniforms. Yeah, yeah. So the you're first... talking like you you guys were playing PC players. We, what you yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm on LAN console, Xbox. I have the slow Wi-Fi and I'm playing fucking Tim the Tapman on the other side. Yeah, he's um, slide canceling around. He's got fucking yeah. aim assist all the way up. The first person to stand in front of me because it's like we line up and it's like all right guys like even each other even the teams out and everything and so it's like we were playing with those people as well as they were on the other side the first game the guys right in front of me portly fellow mm -hmm. long dark greasy hair he yep. has mom's on, basement kind of type yep he has on a bulletproof vest he has a holster that has a paintball pistol he has accoutrement in the bulletproof vest of magazines of more paintballs that look like legitimate. And on strapped over his shoulder hanging is the most realistic M4 I have ever seen. He was ripping it up. You were like, he sir, was, are we going to the Capitol later? He, Can you fucking yeah, relax? Exactly. He no, he wasn't going to the cat. He was uh, storming Baghdad with this outfit. <laughs> I hit him every single game. I was like constantly. He was such a big target, so out of shape. He but he he was having. He kept coming up to me, goes, "Oh hey, nice hit, man, nice hit." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, like you're very easy to hit, my friend." Um, but it was like they're doing callouts. Like it's like. You know when like you're watching Disrespect or Shroud or anything, and they're yeah, like yeah. doing like their little callouts and everything, and it's like, oh, that's nothing. But then you watch like a legitimate like for money Call of Duty, and they're like screaming yeah. at each other. That was what it was like. Like I was in real wartime. I was in <laughs> uh, Paris, Versailles. I was storming the beach of Normandy, and people yeah. were screaming at me, and go, I'm like, go, hey, go, go. I was like, it's 20, 2021. It's 2021. Do you feel it like was afterwards? Um, I had two questions. First of all, do you feel like you should have been congratulated on Thursday? Um, retroactively, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. For um, all the service I've done for that, uh, that paintball yeah. arena, 
for that now make you, make believe city do you feel like dicky kind of has a joke of a job yeah you know to be <laughs> honest like let's let's just, just put out, it out there playing there. paintball every day let's just put it out there he's uh, i'm putting my life on the line in ashland massachusetts where is he vegas <laughs> doing bullshit with ben come on serve our country my ass i'm fucking the one doing mini. a lot of servitude fucking comms guy can't even tell his fucking best friends yeah. that he's going to vegas fucking plot. it was it was just absolutely like i it got to a point where it was just very normal because but the first game i'm like dying laughing because it's dudes that like we were given like i said a mask the gun and a little like side pocket like um, yeah it looked like a, a fanny pack that we could put more like paintballs in. Like it was like, they gave us like a Coke can of paintballs that we could put in our side pocket and we could like fill it up as we go. Um, dudes were running with like gloves that had vials, like thin oh vials of paintball. So it's like, they didn't have to reach that far to rip it out and shove it into the And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Like the dude, he's wearing like, again, like a bulletproof vest. They all have like these crazy masks on all of their, like mine was my gun was just pull the trigger as fast as you can. Theirs are pump action. They have like the two triggers so they can fire at a million miles an hour. The last game we played, we're playing in that woods area. And I'm like, thank God this is the last game because like I don't want to continue to like be muddy and like get my feet wet. Yeah. And I'm on the other side of Tim and Rick because it was just like, I'll, I'll split up guys. And it's a bunch of like younger kids, but all are outfitted for the first group of like legit people they were all like no one was below the age of like 30 all these younger kids came in but they were like legit had all their own guns and everything and one kid comes up and he goes hey man daryl nice to meet you and i'm like we're not you why are you introducing yourself to me <laughs> like this isn't number one a business meeting and number two we're not gonna die on this field i don't need to know the yeah, brother's like, name don't worry soldier i'll grab your dog tags if we yeah if you don't I'm make like, it the, i was like get the fuck out of here daryl and i like, gave him a fist he stuck his hand out and i just gave him a fist bump i'm like hi and i like <laughs> walked away and then he cut like we're still waiting for more people to filter in and he goes we need some people going on the left we need a left flank right now and he grabs my shoulder and goes well, i need you on the left and i go and the left is it might as well have been the Atlantic Ocean. It was so <laughs> wet over there. And I'm looking over there and I go, it's all muddy, dude. This is my last game today. Not going over there. And he goes, what? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going over there. And I walked away from him and he was like, oh, he goes, some people. And then like he turned around, I go, fucking what the fuck, dude? Like, you are Shut 16. Up, Daryl. You are 16, Daryl, and this is your life. The the guy, it like off to the side because those referees and all of it. He's like, three, two, one, kill. He's like, go get him, guys. And immediately, Daryl's gun is like, he, it, he might as well have had an M60. Just he just mowed down three people. I get hit by Rick. I get out, and Daryl is fucking Jesus Christ walking on water, like killing Via Kong in the middle of the jungle. He's, <laughs> he's doing the the he's doing the Rainbow Six Siege like back and forth, like angles as he runs through mud in like bright yeah. blue camouflage. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, don't worry, guys, I got this rice paddy covered. Yeah, he's like, I'm taking the right flank. He's screaming, too, the entire time. Oh my God. And all the other, like, older guys were, like, shaking their head. And we'd become friendly with them by the end. And we were like, 
I was like, does this happen often? He goes, we hate that kid. <laughs> he goes, is that Daryl? It was a blast. It was a blast. You got to go. You got to go paintballing. I'll definitely go in and I'll report my my experiences because I'm certain that Nashville probably has, I mean, the cream of the crop when it comes to. There was one, like, like I said, the one guy and he looked like he was like, I don't know, defending Gotham City with this like police vest. He also had a trench coat on. So it, yeah. he, like he was trying to be like a vigilante cop cosplay. I guarantee there's a lot more than just one at whatever paintball place you go to. Yeah, no, they're they're defending the Confederacy down here. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of guys with like Trump decals on their like their guns. <laughs> their 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 paintballs are red, white, and blue. A lot of four more years and lifted trucks in the parking lot. Oh God, no! It was it was it was a blast. Um, Turban pussied out. He, Rick was telling me, he was like, oh, you sure you don't want to go? And Turbin asked Rick, he was like, oh, like, does it hurt? And like, tur- like Rick flicked them. And he goes, it's like, that hurts like that. And Kevin's like, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> oh. I'm Turbs, out, I'm you out. played hockey, you fucking ninny. I know. And Rick, like, Rick's telling me this on the ride over there. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, wow. And he goes, yeah, I called him a pussy and left. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Turbs. Shout out, Turbs. Um, that we got some stuff to dig yeah. into. Um, I don't know what we want to go to next. Do we want to just rock right into this wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia? Well, I mean, uh, we and then we can pop Twitter. up on another topic about... at the commercial break. Yes. Why don't we do that? Yeah, that's that's really good. So, um, if you want to get it set up, I can introduce. Um, I think la- it was last episode we were talking about how we wanted to kind of um mystery science theater this the wild and wonderful Whites of west virginia movie um which is a not even a movie it's a documentary about all these crazy people um i would say like we got to do like a little sound check probably just to make sure that it, it like it's not too loud because again like we would like the, the listeners to be able to hear um obviously the documentary but our voices are going to be the ones like making the jokes and we are the entertainment here that's pretty good. The Tribeca film. Again, if we can go, I'll go over my questions. I want to see like how many like convicts, uh, maybe how, I think how many abortion, the level of education that they have. I really want to get to know these people intimately. It's produced by Johnny Knoxville, I remember. Subtitles are necessary. Yeah. Boone County, West Virginia. <laughs> I Boone must still be a place that's just like the, the number one occupation is like uh, railway manufacturing. And coal mining. And yeah, co- gateway of the coal fields. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I spent my time in the coal fields. Is this named after um, Aaron Boone? The manager mm-hmm. of the New York Yankees. Yeah. Patricia Smith here. Patricia is playing herself. I'd really rather not comment on that. If you mention their names, uh, you, you get a certain reaction from people. A little bit more. They have that kind of there you charisma. Go. Not only can they draw you in, they can keep you there. They don't want to conform to any authority. 
no rules. And all they Randall White. So there is a, a white card. in some of them are good, law enforcement. Imagine it's just like everyone in Boone County is just a white, and it's just like there's a subsect of whites that they like exile into the middle of the woods. Well, that's kind of accurate. You Hank Williams the third. Wait until they pop up an old family tree in this bitch. It's, oh, really? It's it real interesting. <laughs> I was going to say that. They just showed Hank Williams the third. Let's just so say Hank this. They have to zoom in on the family tree. I believe, hope, the hope, I, this is a white, maybe? We're introduced to our first yeah. white. We oh. don't know her name. Yep, yep, yep. My name is Mamie White, and I'm the biggest Man. and the meanest and the baddest of all the white family. I guarantee all of them will say that. He was the last king of the mountain tap dancer. He invented his own style of dancing. He knew 52 steps that nobody else could do. I'm pretty sure one of my major gripes is that I'm pretty sure that I could do the steps. He's like 52 steps that no one else can do. Yeah, I think I can do it. Killed in a shootout. D. Ray was killed on his way to make a movie. Wow. So, so, so there's already infamy. He tried to leave his town. His name is Donna Maris White. He got in a fight with this guy, came over about his pit bull, and when he opened the door to see who was at the door, they shot and killed him. So Mammy's down one brother. Oh, and open casket. Oh, yeah. Well, what we the didn't get to see the bullet hole. And Dorsey evidently took the clip out of the bottom, thought it was empty, and when he put a taste sample to show him it wasn't loaded, it went off. Load his brains up. Oh Christ! So we're Dorsey down three White. people already. <laughs> the dad, two brothers. Pawnee got in trouble in Pawnee for a prescription problem, so he hauled Honey out here to Minnesota to change his life. Got him a job. Got him a he, home. He's doing fine. Just for the record, he's the only one that got out. Really? My brother Jessica yeah. ended up with my father's shoes. And PBS made a documentary about him called The Dancing Outlaw. I took the butcher knife and held it up to her neck. I said, if you want to live <laughs> to see tomorrow, you better start frying them eggs a little bit better than what you're frying. I'm tired of eating sloppy, slimy eggs. And then after that, it made him a little bit big. Just <laughs> go. He don't like no sloppy, slimy eggs. Like Hank the third, big and rich, and take your head out. Oh, yeah. Brother Jessica White became the most famous man in West Virginia. Yeah. Not an accomplishment, I will I will add. I think you and I could be the most famous people in West Virginia. This is the, already I am sold into this. I oh, yeah. To take care of everything. My mother, so, yeah, that's right. That's so, like they're writing songs about this family. Yeah, this is like a weirdly famous family. Wow. It's And it's but like they're, they're all, like in their West Virginia lore. Yeah, this was like was I guess this is like well known down, down here, but like I had never heard of it until so my producer brought it. Everybody knows all about Mamie White and Jessica White. Now, by God, it's time you learn about the rest of us fucking whites. I can't wait, Mamie. Yeah, there's oh, a here lot of caucasity in this. Uh... We followed the White family for one year. See, I thought this. Uh, hopefully, I mean, maybe they will. It goes back like I feel I felt like that we were going to be learning about like the great great grand 
parents white. Oh, they they like they they weave in some of the lore. Them like family, some ancient for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like Ray D. White. That seems like you know seventies, sixties, and then just all those dead brothers and Jesco and I w- yeah. I would love to see like their Ellis Island, you know, yeah transcripts from back then. They were just spawned. They were like originally they were potatoes growing in West Virginia that morphed <laughs> into human beings. Oh, these fucking dogs. Ah, Birdie May. The miracle yeah, woman. Birdie one day May someone White. fucked a potato and now we have the white family. Yeah, now we have the fucking white family. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Jesco. I've seen that clip of that, like, and I told her no slap slam eggs. What they used to say, you get too old to cut the mouse and lick the jar. <laughs> Get too old to cut the mustard, lick the jar. That's what I always said. I always said that. My pappy always said it. My grandpappy before him. was abandoned and that needed help from the loss of their mothers or the loss of their fathers. See, this is like the... But my mom took him in. The, like the bright spot and everything that like this everybody made a point to go to my grandmother house. is like taking in like foster kids and like... It's like and there's, there's like some kernel of, of love. Yeah, in it's it's own, but it is like like it's blind uh, humanity or like blind generosity. Where it's, she she's probably just like, yeah, hey, come over to my house. You have a, like a bed to sleep. Don't just push all that meth out of the way, though. Yeah, all those oxies, Kirk, put them in my room. The, uh, 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 the, the granddaughter, his name is Kirk. Yeah, the classic female name, Kirk. Captain of the Starship Enterprise. Oh, whoa! (laughs) Jesus! Again, two weeks in a row, I've seen a dead body. (laughs) I'm not a snitch. Nobody out. The dirtiness Uh, of everything. Yeah. Drug charges, you don't say it. That diction like and the way you're spinning out those words it makes me feel like you are 100% be, sober. You never do fight me yet, but I want you to. Oh, God. Oh, here's, here's this one the Taco Bell lady. Yeah. This is um well, I used to be a stripper back then when I was West Virginia girls gone wild. I made the bukus the money, I'd bring home lace bukus what the f- a night in my boot. And uh I've always been a sexist one in the family. I've always had comments <laughs> with thousands of people. Thousands of people, <laughs> Sue Bob the sexiest. <laughs> My name is Sue M. White. I'm the baby girl of Donna Ray and Bertie Mae White. My nickname is Sue Bob. Everybody, I prefer to be called Sue Bob. That's the nickname I have. Now I have two children. All these names, Sue Jesco, Pawnee, Sue Bob, Kirk. And Sue's my mom. Jesco's my uncle. And, uh, I got in trouble when I'm here. Jail. <laughs> the reveal. <Hot> the reveal. <laughs> Let's pan out. He's in a jumpsuit. I used to try a little coke here and there. I smoked a little crack. Who the shit are you? I mean, I've tried this and that. My favorite buzz, choice of buzz, is marijuana. I love marijuana. I'm a pothead. 
He's like, in her son, mom. Oh my The Boone County mating call. <laughs> it's her son, and she in ah. Yep. Yep. It's like I like I, the heartbreak that is. Bo Safus. <laughs> what a nickname. Bo Safus. Jessica's my uncle. That's my mom right there. Everybody calls me Darky. That's, that's just something. I will say, just a quick aside. Um, a couple weeks ago at the Predators team store, a kid walked in wearing a Percocet 10 jersey. It just said Perk 10 on the front, and then on the back it said Oset, and then the number 10. And I was like, you're a trash bag of a human. I should take you outside and beat you. Uh, who do you think they voted? No, you know what? This is the, these, these people, I don't think they vote. They don't understand how voting works. Yeah. That's or it's just like, I, I'm not doing that. I appreciate that. about these kinds of things is like this and the um, the inbred family. Yeah. They don't even have a concept of government. Like, no. That is like way too far for them. They know I prison. Like, yeah. They know the local sheriff. And that's about it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. It's like Boone County is as far as their mind will take them. Yes. Yes, yes. Like, and like there's when, almost like I I yearn for that sort of blissful ignorance, but I'm also yeah, like, thought, yeah, I yeah, yeah. hate it. Yeah. I would, it's, uh, there, yeah, it's just like there is no, like, you're, you're totally right, that there's this this concept of, it's not even like they're, iso- they are purposefully isolating themselves. They're like, oh, I got Boone County and there's nothing else that I need. I ain't leaving Boone County. There's there's a, a combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell down the road, and that's yeah, all I need. Yes, sir. And the VFW has unlimited bud. I tell you what, the bud I tell runs you deep. What. The bud runs deep. And if I'm they very run out, for the rest. I get a PBR. Yeah. <laughs> I, I begrudgingly get a PBR. When you represent the whites, you don't know what you're Custody, larceny, prescription, fraud, shootings, armed robberies, embezzlement, forgery, drug cases, burglary. See, the embezzlement and forgery makes me like there is some some brightness. You can't be mentally challenged and go through embezzlement. (laughs) Let's set their record straight. You need to have passed some form, like at least the 10th grade, to be able to do embezzlement. We've probably dealt with this family. More you have to be trailer park boys level of intelligence yeah. to get into embezzlement and fraud. <laughs> yeah, he just said right here, Peter, they're clever. They're not educated necessarily, but they're very clever and crafty. They know how to use the internet. I hope that they do. I want to see some internet. Oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, one took a bar about that long and about big as round as a quarter. And hit the old man is in a wheelchair with one leg. And I had to hit it again just to watch the blood fly. Was it turned me on? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody lays around. The uh, the uh, psychological so unpacking that needs to be done. It got me yeah. hard. Six or ten. Ten goddamn green beans. What's called pain killers? Okay. 
bucket camera. And I got them for $8 a piece, and I'm going to take them up a row, and I'm going to sell them for $10 a piece, and make me two more dollars on each pill. That's called hustle, wrestle, and bustle. That's how you survive. That's not country. good margins, ma'am. No, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, here's Jesco. And uh, this used to be a grocery store. That's the one I robbed when I went to Foreman School when I was younger. On the right side of the road where the church is. And See, I'd love to be friends with Jessica. Times and got away. The general feeling. He, uh, he's just, he's done. seems he's to be the most intelligent of them all. He's put, he's put all of the shit behind him. He's not fucking, he, he'll drink and he'll probably smoke some pot, pills every once in a while, but not every day. No. Was admitted to MIT. What, what? M-I-T. I mean, why did somebody follow him around with the Wait, what did they say about that? That Jesco went to MIT? Somebody was admitted to That's MIT. why they received this attention. I'm a concerned that if I rewind, it's going to fuck up the whole... No, it's Other even... than the whites. There right. Uh, after Jesco. There you go. Sorry for the listeners. We, 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 I told myself I wouldn't ask you to do this, but. When I was younger, on the right side of the road where the church is, and I also robbed hit two times and got away. The general feeling, probably for most folks, especially residents of uh, Boone County and maybe even for the state of West Virginia, is, is that they're a little bit of an embarrassment. There are so many decent people in this county. There's a kid down here from very humble oh. upbringing. It's just a random ass kid. MIT. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about that kid because he's fucking boring. I mean, yeah, he's studying books and whatnot while Dirky Dirky White is, is snorting Zanny bars. Yeah, and selling them. Oh yeah, Mamet, puff it. And it does not represent anything. Doesn't represent anything in West Virginia, other than the whites. Francis, you suck. What a loser. This is incredible. What's about to really? You think? Uh, I was gonna say. I believe they they gotta be God fearing people. Mount Mountain Dew Citrus. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is doll. I also think they sang Happy Birthday wrong. Happy birthday. I think they added two extra Happy Birthday to use. <laughs> What's with the doll is scaring me? In the... It's a party, man. A party. Oh, he's going in shock. Oh, baby. No. That's my camera. Don't do It's when the kids, when there's children, it scares the living shit out. It gives me so, so much anxiety. I ain't doing nothing. I'll help you, Mom. It's like these are the people like have you ever like been just fucked up for more than like 24 hours just like you're just drunk or fine like it's like this is what these people live like like there's no moment of sobriety it's constant enough to drive you crazy hold on get that cigarette closer to that kid's face yeah 84 that's right. The computers and the drugs. That's those are the issues. That yes, you're right. That's the mark of the beast. Computers and drugs. Him and the animals. 
and they couldn't get in. They drowned him. Just just wild misunderstanding of the Bible. Anime. Turn me on, turn me loose. Oh, Christ. Happy 84th birthday, Birdie Mae. Let's do some lines. Ah, look at their thumb. Oh, they just keep coming in and out with more orange juice. Look at her. This is also probably at like 10 in the morning. It is daylight out. Look at her. Look at her. Oh, Birdie Mae. Oh, who is this man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Duncan. <laughs> All right. For the listeners, Les White came in, this is a came in sporting quite the hemorrhage on the side of his body, <laughs> quite the protuberance. Something was hanging off of this man's body, and then he revealed the other hanging member. Les full peen well, for the okay, cameras. Wait. Wait. What happened was he came in in the equivalent, the West Virginia equivalent of um, – Cookie Monster pajama pants, <laughs> yeah. and then got pants, yeah. and then proceeded and his... to helicopter the camera, and then turn around and show us how long his balls hung. <laughs> yeah, all mind you, in front of his grandmother, and what looked to be his grandson. <laughs> yeah, and his grandson. Go mother. Woman. Uh, Six six cans of pop. This kid's just living off of Pepsi and Doritos. That kid chews on the fucking can tabs. (laughs) Yeah, have ever told you how I have have an uncle that drives eighteen wheelers currently? Yeah, did he fuck these fucking watt lizards too? (laughs) No, Ray's a great man. This is how you, this is, should be like, you know how they have like making a murderer? It's making a WWE wrestler. Yeah, and it's fucking the little Turk's little kid. 17 cans of Pepsi. Oh, she killed Dennis. Yeah. Oh! I meant to slit his throat. And that's for real. I meant to kill that motherfucker. Oh no, I don't think she killed him. I think she missed. Oh. And they throw his hand up and I cut his thumb. And then I thought, damn, that's a big motherfucker if he gets a hold of me. So I stabbed him in a sock. Maybe she did kill him? I don't remember. Oh, I guess they're going to tell us. This? Don't say anything. Don't say it. Yeah. Well, I do if they're going to say it. Wait, what do you want to Oh, I want Dennis to say it because I hate that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. oh, they tell us, yeah. I mean, I'm a people person. I can get along Real with people the devil, person. but I hate that son of a bitch. Well, I hate him. Can you tell us why you hate him? Because he put me through hell. I'm got all my shit stuck. He caused my family a bunch of bullshit. Who's that? Come be in between my family. You and Dennis, tell him that. Yeah, tell him, Tyler. 
spelled wrong. He's nuts. He has big, um, the kid from Talladega Nights energy. I'll come on you like a spider monkey. That's definitely where they go. You don't know Dan. Yeah. Tyler's flipped the, the, the six-year-old is now flipping the camera off. It's hard to put those fingers down when you have 72 cans of Pepsi a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he got the right one. Six months later, damn, we are making a big jump. For all the listeners, if you hear Sarah, she's crying and listening to Taylor Swift on SNL. Are you, baby? Ugh. Oh, we are seeing too much Monica Marie Faye. Wow. We're seeing too much of a newborn baby right now. Wait, who is that? Kirk? That's Kirk. Wow. Already dyed her hair in six months and has is with child. Jeez. She... The from that last interview to now, she looks like it's only been six months. She looked like she aged 15 when my years. Baby gets oh, yeah, older, I'd like for her life to go in a totally different direction than what mom went. Then you know, give her up for school, adoption, do the right thing, stay away from the wrong people. Oh, is this the thing you're about to talk about? You know, have uh-huh. a wrong dream. Oh, we gotta stop after this Florida. because, like, this is gonna send me down like a path. You know, but- in Boone County. I don't care how many dreams you guys are gonna have. Yeah, because they're near you, Kirk. This is this this like uh almost like the natural miracle of life is that something this significant happens. You give birth, you have a, a, a daughter, and you start having these realizations where she starts going like, holy shit, I can't be doing this. And then the realization and epiphany stops because she's now snorting painkillers with her newborn baby next to her. She's sharing them, too. That's the oh, yeah, kind yeah. Part. Well, sharing you is know, caring. There's, gotta... there's humanity to it, you know? What better lesson to teach your child than sharing? Lines of prescription drugs Susan back. Hey, Paige. Oh, hold on a minute, all right. She's the next Miss America. No, she's, she's not. I want to like see the like this is the Johnny Knoxville is behind the camera right now and probably losing his mind cuz he is a sane person. Yeah. I don't know I don't know how how involved in this he was. Or at least like the Jeff Tremaine. He, I saw his name. He must have been. Uh... I travel. And it's, every time I turn around, it's hitting me in the face worse and worse. Is she just smoking in her hospital room? Yeah, smoking in a hospital, yeah. He, now she feels the remorse. She's like, oh, God, they took the baby away. Maybe I shouldn't have. Worried about the baby's health. Doctor said to keep the baby under observation for 72 hours. And then I believe promptly after the CPS takes the baby. I don't that think w- the baby is, is even featured in the rest of this movie. Good. Good. I even come out from under the anesthesia, my mom and dad done her, her name and everything. 
Head done done there. So this woman is talking about her own child being taken away. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and it's not her. It's just their sisters. No. Yeah. Look, she's got no. Uh, re- she's got no side mirror on on the driver's side. Oh no, no, no! I guarantee you, there's no bumper on the back either. Look at how she's carrying. I wonder. Child, here's a question: What percentage of vehicles owned by this family and or residing on family property do you think actually run? Because I'm going with like less than twenty percent. I feel like if it like you are like this, like you live this country bumpkin life, that your uh, that your life is your car, and so I feel like a lot do, but a lot are also on the verge of shitting the bed. Jesus Christ! Buddy, ain't loaded. I just kicked it a hundred times. Don't talk about from the van. Oh, I know that. The only thing I brought back here. To get some shells, we can reblast. Oh, God. Yeah, is he shooting at the truck? No, he's just missing a bottle from about. Oh, well, no, he didn't. Miss. Yeah, you didn't need that dish soap anyways. You weren't cleaning nothing. Yeah, fuck that dish soap. It, what is a bet? What a Saturday night they're living. <laughs> Sister just came home. No baby. Hospital took her. Let's smoke some pot, shoot some guns, draw some tattoos on people. What a Saturday. Well, you're on Xanax. <laughs> Fuck what I did yesterday with paintball. This is the life. You hear me? Put Miranda Raven on my arm. Yeah. No, M-E. M-E. That is a janky looking needle, too. Gun, rather. That's an E, right? Right here. R-A-V-E-N. R-A-V-E-N. Imagine your tattoo artist doesn't know how to spell. That's just a real, a real quagmire. I'm a West Virginia white boy. All right, good place to stop right here. Boom. All right, we're at twenty-seven thirty. That was a lot. I'm sweating, and it's not because of the liquor. Uh, no, I was very anxious in the hospital scene. Yep. God, these people yep. are entertaining but stressful. Yeah, I think I think it gets. So, if I remember correctly. Because I kind of checked out like midway through this because we were doing something else. But if I remember correctly, it, the rest of it is a little bit less like um, stressful family children are involved and more just yeah. like other sh- like they get into other parts of the family where it's a little more it's a yeah. little more lighthearted. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm gonna sure say it's like 
less murdery or like terrible but mm. it's a little more lighthearted than like see that children. is what's entertaining to me when like she's like oh, I, I, I tried to slit his throat but i missed i cut his hand and i got his him. thumb yeah um that's entertaining to me because no child is involved with it and uh yeah. that's just too fucking dim two people trying to kill each other who should be wiped off the face of the earth but um i'm expecting still haven't uh, a little bit of like us just talking trying to like again the embezzlement i'm learning a little bit about their education um we almost had a little the world pulled, pulled over our eyes where we thought one of them went to mit but jk it was just the kid down the just street kidding it was just some kid in boone county yeah exactly um I'm I'm look I'm waiting for one of them to be thrown in jail, but by the end of filming, yeah, by the end we of the need, documentary. So we have the one that's in jail. Yes, exactly. It You're is right. revealed. I won't reveal too much. It is revealed that he is awaiting trial for something. Ah, even so, we're perfect. gonna learn all about that, and then. But hmm. I believe I don't remember whether or not we get a, a fresh prison sentence at all. Uh, yeah, a detainment. I, I'll yeah, I'll settle yeah. for a detainment. Yeah, 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 just any sort of run-in with a local sheriff. Ideally, wearing spurs and cowboy boots with a large hat. Oh, I want, I want, I want shirtless. I'm also Ooh, waiting. Yeah. For, I'm also waiting for tits to be revealed. We've seen dick. I'm waiting for tits We've to come out. Seen potentially the grossest dick of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that was way more balls than it was dick. <laughs> For some reason in Boone County, the balls are in front of the deck. You can't even. See I the wish dick. that we could just post a screen grab of the dick on like Instagram and not get flagged. But unfortunately, uh, you guys are gonna have to like go a water. Do yourselves. it like a watermark. Have you seen on TikTok? It's like some people are like doing like a watermark of tits or like yeah. dick, and then it's like the actual video of be like whatever, whatever. But uh, that would be fucking hysterical. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, he he did have long balls. He was less long balls white. Lot of drug use, and I'm and I'm for it. Yeah, like I had like four kneecaps. His balls were so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! All right, let's move on. Uh, for listeners, we are gonna we have uh, a whole another hour remaining of this documentary, so we're probably gonna chunk it up into two more episodes of us watching. The uh, wild and wonderful um, whites of West Virginia. Um, I sent you a tweet uh, that Kendrick has been performing some new material. And the caption with that tweet is that this new era of Kendrick is going to be something special. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It didn't register to me as being new, to be honest. Yeah. what that was then? I haven't heard that song. I haven't heard that verse. He may have changed it up. Maybe I like I'm. Or is she commenting on like his look and like how he's doing shows? Because it's like this choreography with it. It's like Kendrick is at the center of like this dance line of other uh, of other guys in suits while he's like dressed like evangelically in white. Um, and it's like they're I, like I think I think it's off of Untitled Unmastered. I think. Oh, okay. Well, there then there's our problem because 
I didn't listen to that. I listened to like yeah, three songs. I think it, it's definitely it's definitely a deep cut though. Oh, okay. But I I did recognize yeah. it when I yeah. heard it. Um, but <clears throat> I'm gonna look at the replies because I, I I am also yeah I, I haven't done that confused as to what she meant then. It has to be his look and maybe his his um how he's how he's going out and presenting himself. He's he's giving off very like nineties um like tribe um like pow- like like uh like uh like African American pride vibes, which Kendrick has always been, but it's like this very like nineties aesthetic, I feel like, where it's like l- let your hair grow, dreads be nappy, like like do all these like iconic African American things dress like a certain way like it's not about designer labels like i feel like kendrick is maybe like i don't know he's like taking this uh like afro rap persona oh, which no, i like I can find this i know i know what the song is hold on um but i'm very intrigued i wonder when he's gonna drop because it feels like he's kind of had something in the chamber for a minute now mm-hmm. um but i feel like he's I said this the other day to my producer, but it, it feels like maybe he's looking for like a, a January, February release because mm. no one drops shit around that time because it's Grammys time and everyone's so obsessed with that that they don't do it because it fucks with their nomination windows. Yeah, exactly. And also no one else is dropping around that time, so it makes sense for him to drop. But mm-hmm. but, do you, but do you know what I'm saying? Like he was like a sec- like a Section 80 kid He's got like the like t-shirt tight pants, backwards hat. Like he like his vibe is changing. He's becoming like these like 90s, like the like a, a tribe, a um like a a, a, a Queen Latifah, a um fuck electric underground. Like he's becoming like this. Yeah. High power. High power. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 he's becoming he's taking on this like persona that was like very like that, like um, in New York tribe um, and uh, electric underground. Oh, fucking what is their name? It's not electric underground, but like, you know, in like the 90s that became like this very like almost like hippie rap movement that yeah, like yeah. tribe tribe like pushed along. I'm trying to think of who you're trying to think of. I'm trying to I'm trying to get in your the brain. The hump humpty humpty dance. The humpty dance wow. is your chance. Do the hump. Digital underground. Digital underground. I'd said electric underground. Yeah. And they were like this, like they were like in the 90s, like they started like sampling like Afro beats and like these all these like different things to celebrate their own like blackness and and whatnot and they begin to dress a certain way it was like it's when like the african patterns like the green yellow and black like zigzags or, like on the shirt or like all these like different things that's when it like became like culturally popular in like new york to do that it wasn't about like gangster rap but it was about like celebrating like your culture and whatnot um i feel like kendrick has slowly been turning that way like a, a way, like away from like the LA vibes of like. I would like almost I, I argue that he hasn't been turning away from it necessarily. He's just been like, to like walking the line almost because like, 
Yeah. I mean, he has his like his more popular songs, but then I mean, um, to pimp a butterfly was what four or five years ago, but yeah. he still released like damn. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't had all say the songs off that. I stuff. wouldn't say his songs are turning away from. I I'm saying like his like overall like vibe, uh, his public perception and like style, yeah, yeah, yeah. how he okay. presents himself yeah. in a concert. Like he's we're used to Kendrick at a concert wearing a white t-shirt and jeans and you know like an LA hat. He in that uh, video is wearing like these knit white, like very it's a little flowy. more performance arty. Yeah, he's wearing like this garb. Like he's he's not yeah. like wearing like name brand. He's not wearing Air Force. Probably I don't know what he's wearing, but he's probably not wearing, you know, Jordans on yeah. in with that outfit on and everything. I will say, have right. you ever been into the performance art? Yeah, a kind of left turn. But have you ever? Do you know the store Zara? Zara, I've heard of it. No, no. It's like a very like European, um, kind of like fast fashion type mm. brand. But they have a store, and we were in there the other day. So much of that stuff is just fucking Kanye stuff. Like I, I was shocked when I was walking around at like how much the like Yeezy collections have influenced fashion for the past like five years. Oh, it's not actual. No, it's Kanye not. Stuff. But it's like it's, it's all that it, like. That, it might like, as well kind be kind of, kind of like obscure like color palettes. It's that are like just mute, like muted, kind of yeah. plain. I'm looking at like, it now almost baggier kind of clothes and i'm like maybe i'm just not in tune enough with like the fashion fashion yeah but to me that's like it's just all kanye stuff it's all it very took, kanye-esque it took me about at least three quarters of my com- like computer screen to scroll down to see any sort of color i i'm on zara right now and all i see is beige gray white and then three quarters of the way down it is a young man in a vibrant blue double breasted blazer but again um, so, kanye kanye was exactly not, that it was there's no branding on any of this and then newer kanye has been a little bit more like color you know? i kept scrolling and the next like thing that actually has words on it is just all it says is ucla bruins and that's it yeah yeah, yeah. like but yeah it, so yeah i get that but it's it's just all of it is just very kanye vibes where i was like i was walking around and i was like god damn what the fuck is this but also i'm gonna definitely drop some money at for, soon yeah for all of the I'm a people out there right yeah for all the people out there that don't listen to the show and also say kanye is not that influential go to this website because without kanye putting out what he's put out this website Zara would not exist. This store. He's literally like this. Yeah, I'm looking at like the colorway t-shirts, and it's just so, a blank t-shirt that is beige in different colors of beige. That's I'm gonna argue that it's not that Zara wouldn't exist, it's that they wouldn't have that particular fashion because Zara is like a European brand, so they just do whatever mm-hmm. European fashion is, kind uh, of. Okay. And so it's just that I think that Kanye influenced like fashion across the globe a lot more than we think. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Oi. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I hope that uh, Kendrick gets something going soon. I know he's, he definitely has. I feel like all these, uh, we were like a couple months ago talking about like how music has 
been music hasn't been pumped out as quick as we thought it would because with the pandemic we thought all these people would be like oh i'm just gonna well, isolate myself in a studio and do my thing and get out and or we even drop like like exa- um cutting room floor stuff exactly yeah so it has been happening i feel 2022 dunk is when we are it's going to be an explode like it's going to be back to when we were in college when it was like weekend after weekend after weekend yeah. of just hits of just <clears throat> great music i do feel like a almost like a renaissance coming on yeah because in kind of both of our worlds public schools have they've been pushing back the evaluate reevaluation of like when we can get rid of the masks i think public schools are going to be the last one to get rid of masks um yeah, it makes sense they are pushing it back to january 2022 <laughs> where they're going to reevaluate and a lot of people are saying like 2022 like we're done like there's not going to be any more masks yeah. it, kids kids between the ages of what five and eleven in the in the country can now get vaccines yeah. so i think we're like on our way out and that then it's gonna like how it's been going these past like almost two somewhat two years now of um as soon as one government official says take off the masks or like you know you can now go back to restaurants it's going to be like this big explosion so i feel feel like we're going to have a big 2022 of new music i've already seen a couple people like arctic monkeys are dropping a new album um i've i've heard rumblings of kendrick dropping one early 2022 i've i've heard a lot of people of all ranges being like ready to go at the start of the I new also year. just I feel like when you break it down um for <clears throat> from an artist perspective um like the world stopped right and then as things opened up and it was like okay if you are vaccinated you're allowed to go do things blah blah, blah tours started back up so all those people that were mid tour then restarted their tour throughout this past summer and then so like the summer's over they're gonna take the winter to like wrap up their tour do whatever else and then then that's when they move on to their next project because i think that's the way a lot of artists think about it is like all right drop a project tour off of it and then start working on the next project and i think that process got interrupted so while we thought that people would just try to like make new stuff i think a lot of artists were just like nah i'm gonna take a break yeah like i've been grinding this shit for so long i'm yeah. gonna just hold up which is fair i agree with that too. yeah 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 i i a lot of like the uh, it, this is how it was in like the old like way way long ago like 80s and 90s even before that it was like even on tour people are like experiencing new things and new emotions so it's like it's mm-hmm. perfect time to write like a lot of oasis they would write their new songs as they toured for their old album and so like they're just like rolling like oh tour's done let me take a month off and then i'm back in the studio and then like as soon as their two-year tour was over there or even one year tour they're putting out another album like at the time in which they started that tour and, and or started that last album. So it was almost like clockwork for them. I think a lot of like a Kendrick, if he's performing like that, like it seems like he's got something in the chamber. I see yeah. a, it, a tweet also, like that and a performance mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, you got something coming. It also feels like um, <clears throat> with like a lot of 
hip hop is mainly a genre that's like there's the dudes like um fucking the Migos who hmm. just rap about the same things money all over and over that, and over not but, that they're rap about money but like i know what you're about this it's like their existence is just like let's make more yeah yeah whatever and so they can just churn out this cookie cutter kind of rap same with like yeah well they're baby, gonna get exposure future, like and like no shade whatever you guys do what you want to yeah. do i'm not gonna listen to it but like there then there's the artists like kendrick and like joey badass and like people like that i would say who, chance too who kind of like go off of things that are happening in the world and are like a mm. little more in tune with like culture and stuff like that. And, and so even I think them that yeah. they, they were able to take like all the things that happened in the past couple of years and process them in like throughout the pandemic because they had a bit of a break and then they're yeah. going to be able to like put that into music and we're going to shit our pants yeah. when Kendrick I even think that they're album. they're like with those rappers with the Kendrick, the chance, the, um, I want to put future in this category, but I don't think he applies, but it's like they, they get older and they're experiencing just like what a 30 year old and 40 year old goes through. Yeah. And so like they themselves like have that introspective and everything while there's almost like a tone deafness to Migos where Migos will be 50 putting out the same cookie cutter album. Like yeah, it's yeah. like you haven't grown out of your 20s. Like you're just yeah. still riding high off of fucking at this point. I can't even remember what Migos' song that they're fit. Like I almost said Black Beetle, but that's Ray Shremin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, same, same. Yeah, same fucking thing. Uh, culture. Like they're still riding off the, the high of culture and they'll be 50. It'll be 20, 2040. And we'll be like, ah, Migos came out with Culture 7. <laughs> yeah. It's the same it's album just- as the first one. Um, it's like tone also, I saw a TikTok the other day that put um, they were doing like the best albums of every year from 2015 to 2000 to 2020. Mm. And one of the things that was brought up was the album 444 by Jay-Z. And I was like, you guys are considering naming that steaming pile of trash as one of the best albums of the year. Like, what are we talking about? I like, I'm not, I'm not, not playing devil's advocate at all because I, I, this is genuinely my take. I like at like three, four songs off that album. And I know the album, I don't even think the album is long. I like, I got to look it up, but there, I have at least three songs off of 444. Yeah, no, that's fine. But as a total, it was not a good album. Because also in 2017, Damn by Kendrick Lamar, Flower Boy, Big Fish Theory. Yes, compared uh, to the other American by Joey Badass. But I'm assuming Um, so did so they gave 444 the number one album of 2017. No, but it was it was one of their like three or four that they named that could have been. And they did not mention Vince Staples. They didn't mention The Never Story by J.I.D. They didn't mention. Mm. um, Okay just a bunch of other stuff what else came out that year um drop top wop by gucci main they yeah. mentioned that album so, yeah i they got i got you saturation now. by brock hampton saturation i would have by brock hampton 
I would have been on your side if they just said the number one rap album of 2017. Is, I would have been on your side like, okay, it's not it. However, it's a 10 song album. It's only about like 20 something minutes. Did Brock Hampton release three albums in 2017? Yes. That was when, yeah, that was, you're exactly right. It was Saturn Nation one and two. And then they dropped another (laughs) random one that was mainly Kevin Abstract shit. Um, But you only looked twice. Freddie Gibbs, super slimy. I'm just saying that they didn't even mention the actual good albums of that year. Even Mr. Davis by Gucci Mane. Drop Top Wap was kind of a joke, but Mr. Davis was a pretty good album. I would but say I that was four, just four, like four I was is... just like you were telling me that four 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 was was in your like top three of that year. Uh, definitely not top three. I wouldn't even say top ten, but I would say top fifteen. Yeah, four precisely. four four out of twenty seven. Probably fifteen that good albums that came yeah. out that year. I remember you know, that year. I would say would four number four, four had. No, nah, I would say third thirteen or twelve. Okay, okay, fine. I would. It's, it's semantics. But when we're talking about. All the because 2017 was an unbelievable year. I that was our junior year. We were uh living in um fucking Washington and we were thriving. Like that was a good year for music. There was a lot to come out, and I would say I would put that 444 up at top 15 because there's definitely at least like 25 albums that we all consistently listen to, and to put it yeah above that. I don't know that that is one of them. 2017, we were also seniors, though. We were we were living at class. Well, by then. Yeah, for because that was when so we have both. Out. Yeah, we have both. Yeah. Oh, damn would be for me. Damn would be at. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Fucking, would be at the top. That would be number one for that because I didn't stop listening yeah. to that as soon as it came out. Yeah, we listened to that. I mean, back to front like 20 fucking times like that week a night. Yeah. <clears throat> but I um, I wouldn't put I wouldn't I just. Final words, I just want to put Jay-Z so low on that list. No, 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 no. I enjoyed um, that. Here's album. a question for you. Is Leonardo DiCaprio going to get a hood pass to play Jim Jones? That was, I mean, the only thing I thought of when I saw that news. Is he allowed to say the N-word? Uh... Is Jim Jones even allowed to say the N-word if we're getting technical? <laughs> Jim Jones is one of those dudes where I'm like, he's just from the Bronx. He could really be any race. I have yeah, exactly. no idea what he is. From the Bronx and also like the 60s too, like 60s, <laughs> 70s. And you're like, Jim. Um, is he going to get a hood pass? I don't know. I don't think so. He, you know what Leonardo DiCaprio does? He does solidify himself as the number one bachelor of all time, having like, absolutely swooned jeff bezos wife at that red carpet event oh or whatever it was God, you see that, that video? was incredible that was that incredible. woman that woman was holding hands with at least a trillion dollars and was completely infatuated with leonardo dicaprio she was holding yeah. in her hand a trillion dollars and was like fuck that noise i got leo right <laughs> in front of me <laughs> Why would I have that when I could have this? Yeah. Let me like this portly guy. And all I can think of with Leo is that picture of him running away like a five-year-old with that water gun on a beach in fucking Mykonos or whatever. You know that picture? Yes. Oh, but yeah. Uh, Hood pass. I don't know. Leo has been in the news of recent though. 
Okay, so um, I'm realizing how dumb I am. He's Jim not Jones playing Jim play. Jones. He's not? No, no, no. no I looked it up. He is. Yeah. No, he's playing cult leader Jim Jones of the Drink the Kool-Aid fame. Oh, wait. Who did you think he was playing? <laughs> Jim Jones, the rapper. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> No, no, no. There is a story that like they believe like Jim Jones was like light skin. <laughs> so in, in fairness, I only got this news from black Twitter and it was just people quote tweeting it with videos of Jim Jones, the rapper. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, he was the drink the Kool-Aid guy. You're right. Dunk. You got bamboozled. I got, you got the, Smackledorf. The hood pulled over my eyes. The hood was pulled over by uh, my fucking urethra on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I even gave into it, I too, because I was like, I think he's thinking of Jim Jones, like the rapper or the fucking UFC fighter. John, no, that's John Bones. John Jones. Jones. <laughs> ah, we're uh, canceled. Cut the streams. Cut the streams. <laughs> oh, we're canceled. Fuck, man. That's tough. That's a tough yeah. one. <laughs> he, no, you said it, and I was like, mm. I was just like, mm, just don't get hey, the right one. My, my producer just texted me and said, you dense bitch. <laughs> yeah, you are one dense bitch. In you fairness, got, I brought you're this a thick up to bitch. you, and you did not think to correct me. Oh, boy. Um, In my brain, I was just like, uh, Jim Jones is like the serial killer. I'm like, eh, he like looks maybe Hispanic. We had a full conversation about Jim Jones, the serial killer, and it didn't click to me that that was yeah. what was happening. He's not Damn, even a serial I was killer. really a looking euthanizer. forward to a fucking, um, fucking Jim Jones biopic. Fuck. Hold on. What did you call it? Biopic. It's a biopic. Biopic. Who gives a shit, dude? Fuck off. Me. Well, uh, who gives a shit? You think Jim Jones is black? <laughs> Jim Jones is black. I'm looking at him on the screen. Look it. You tell me that this man right here is not a black person. This man is black. (laughs) I want you. uh, Hey, (laughs) it's in parentheses. Those parentheses are there for a reason. I don't Mm. care if if he had he spawned the biggest single to date. We fly high. Another man of that name also murdered many of people. Yeah, and I think this man would be more interesting to do a documentary about. What about Joe Budden? We should do a bio a biopic uh, on him. No one gives a shit about that fucking idiot. Um, what about job I, I will What's say, job speaking to? of serial killers, we have a hypothesis mm-hmm. my producer brought up that um, part yes. of the craze, it seems like this has been like the past, like since we were in college or so, a lot of people have been very obsessed with serial killers. From like all of the documentaries, uh, making a murder, a the true crime the, stuff, just all that kind of stuff. The the Netflix show you that's like not really serial killery, but very close, mm. as close as you can get without actually being. I serial would say killery. a a an early adopter mm. was the people who created Dexter to making yep. a serial. It 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 is a uh a, a very unused trope, but to make the villain a good guy, and that's what Dexter and a little bit of you is is the, the protagonist of a narrative will be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, so we are going to like it. So 
Um, but continue on because I obviously know where it's going. I have my own two cents too. Um, yeah. So we were considering what, like what impact Eminem had on this because he was kind of the face of like horror core mm. when it comes to rap. And like also was such a large part of our, like not like childhoods, but like very influential at, like, yeah. a time in our lives in which we were like, I feel like every middle school kid around our age like discovered Eminem and was like holy shit what is this he's like he, he, like he can say that about doing what to who hmm. you know and like yeah so it, yeah. you're right it's like this like nine put him in chronological where... order beginning with Jack the Ripper yeah let's go all the way back let's go to the first man who murdered another caveman yeah. so uh he was thinking Ooga Booga and the other guy was thinking Booga Ooga and rock over the head but so like uh, we were just thinking that that that's probably plays into a little bit of all of our morbid fascinations this romanticism listening to to so much eminem growing up yeah like this romanticism of like killers and and like that it's like uh serial killing is a fashion and it's like a a a a point of media or whatever but um i agree with that i also think not to be uh, the suburban mother with uh, a shitty blonde haircut named Karen. Video games has a lot to play into it. I where, think so, yeah. Where it's like in the but night. But I like, don't know as yeah. much. Because like video games are a I little think it's... more like virtual reality kind of stuff. But I think like when Eminem was like legitimately rapping in detail about various serial killers and like his fantasies of killing people like mm-hmm. i think there's just he, like a different level to it i think it began where yes he may have been rapping that shit there was other there was other i was smart there was other people too before, prior to eminem that were like rapping about like killing people like i think of like the ghetto boys who were before eminem fucking uh paris um i believe that's his name paris he like has like all these like very politicized but like he has horrorcore songs about um like what he would do to like a like a a, like a crooked cop like he would fucking like kill him and like reservoir dog shit but that media has always been everywhere again this idea of like putting the the killer as like the center of attention the protagonist that's the one you root for um i think m however is in the rap game is one that is like completely like transparent and honest and is like i will hit an audience if i say weird shit like this yeah like if i say this very like outlandish shit i'm gonna find my audience and then that audience is going to expand more and more people are going to like like that deep-seated like secrecy that you have in you it's just like oh yeah like I would like yeah, to know. I do want to know about that. I, I would like to know how it feels to, you know, my bum is on your lips. I would like to know how yeah, the bum is yeah. on your lips. I would like to know um, the time and the place from the body, the bag, the zipper. Yeah. The trunk that they were stuffed in. The yeah. model, the make, which plates. But just drinking I'm just vodka, my, my, to drive. My whole point being that, like, None of those people that you named that rapped about that achieved the cultural no. and celebrity status that Eminem did. Of course not. And so I think that just that whole, the timing of it 
had an impact on like how we kind of perceive serial killers. I think a lot of that in too, like terms of, hit- of being able to, and also to tie video games into it, video games have given us this like weird ability to detach from things because it's like, this is a virtual reality. So we are kind of able to see serial killers as like, well, this yeah. doesn't directly affect us at all. So I can kind yeah. of detach and like kind of play out my morbid curiosities a little bit. Here's a little stirring of the Kool-Aid punch. Um, Jim Jones, Mr. Mr. Jim Jones. Uh, uh, is it. Does it have anything to do if Eminem were to rap and do everything the same in his career, but he wasn't white? Would it have the same effect? I don't know. I don't. There were a bunch of kids. That's such a difficult hypothetical. Mm. There were. I would say like, however. Well, so then let me make it a little bit simpler. Do you think more white kids got into rap in the late 90s because of Eminem? Yeah, 100 percent. I think how many of those kids now, those white kids had some sort of mental issue and wanted to shoot up a school. My grasping uh, how, many sco- how many how many school shootings have there been since whenever the first one was because the answer is all of them have listened to Eminem. I don't, what where are you going with this is my question the, the people serious pe- people who are willing like I don't know I, I am going nowhere I'm also two whiskeys in <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, let's I was like I feel like we're let's in take a, this with a grain of salt. and I'm I need to yell at the judge for a leading yeah. question right now because yeah. I don't know where we're going with this one. I rushed home. I have a, a defense prepared. I was going to kill myself because all I wanted to be was a banker. Can we also just real quick talk about Kyle Rittenhouse and his fucking like abysmal what? sob job on the stand? What, what the uh, fuck was that, dude? What a fucking piece of shit. Oh my god! Would you, I would am you have all any for objection? the memes. Would Go you ahead. have any objection to being able to like pay X amount of money to like beat him up for five minutes? Like if we did like imagine how much money we could raise for charity if we just like kind of like gave him like instead of prison, right? We keep him in prison, but it's also like you can go there and like you can pay like let's say ten dollars for like a minute, fifty dollars for five minutes, and you just get to beat him as bad as you want. And then it's like I, he receives the medical attention. And then the next day, it just all over again. I've never wanted to spit on someone more. Like, you oh. know what? That that crying face like that we've all seen now of him like his hands out. And he's like, oh, and he's shaking. And, and he's, he's like, like glancing his words. not subtly at the jury. Like he's just I like have, very clearly being like, is this working? His face is screaming for someone to hawk a loogie right into his eye. Yeah, like that is yeah. a spittable face, and then just shatter his nose. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I would love to obviously have my way with him. It's just like my knee jerk reaction is like, like this is this meme has persisted a bit, and I and I believe it will because it has so much gravity yeah. to it. It's like you know the the Nikola Jokic shit, the shoving that was yeah. only a day on Twitter. Kyle Rittenhouse has been on Twitter for the past almost ten days. Yeah, yeah. The reverberations are going to continue. The, the day one, Monday of me seeing him this last week, I was like, wow, I want a sp- knee-jerk reaction. I want to spit in his face, yeah. like immediately. And, yeah. I, and, and 10 days later on a Sunday, I still want to spit in his face. 
and a month from now, I'm still going to want to spit in his face. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's nothing changing me. It is banana land that I, I actually witnessed that, that that is like, that, that isn't like a TV show. And no, that it's not like it's, an episode of always sunny of like Frank doing that or something like that. Like this is a real human being who will be facing jail time, hopefully. And uh, that he actually no just way decided to do that. I know. I, I'm, I'm really not trying to cross. I know I'm trying not to follow it because it will get me angry. when yeah. I see like, yeah, all that's, I'm like, I, this of, is just uh, you know, a waste of my time. I already know. How it's I like after a Celtics. I don't it's need a, to it's work a, myself into a lather. Not the same, but it's like after a Celtics loss where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to no, read the we, stats of all this. We shit. I don't want to see them for that kind of stuff. I don't need to have that kind of like, yeah, you know, like very heavy stuff to work myself into a lather. But also, if you extrapolate it a little bit, the whole him crying thing is either someone in the defense told him to do that and instructed him to do that, mm. or he came up with it himself. And either way, he executed about as poorly as he could have executed. <laughs> he did not do his job. I like no. to think of the latter. He, that he was like, he didn't understand the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> his lawyers are like, we just need you to to explain yourself it's this team of lawyers kyle kyle we need to we need you to explain yourself and we would like you to you know that you've you've fucked up kyle we need you to hide a couple things so maybe if your best way of winning and for me the lawyer getting paid is if you can spice it up a bit um but please remain you know as calm and he, in his small pea-sized monkey brain um, that he has, um, he said, maybe if I cry, like I used to cry when I was five and I got my way when I cried and stamped my foot as a five-year-old, maybe as a full-bodied 20-whatever-year-old who has a gun, I will be able to get my way again. And he is sadly wrong. I would love to have that. I wish that that actually happened inside of his brain. Like, you know what? I was I also, five once and I cried. It got my way. I like to think that like the defense team was like, all right, Kyle, this is your, the glove doesn't fit moment. We're going to need yeah. you to go out there and execute. <laughs> and he just was like, the glove fits guys. Look at, <laughs> yeah. They're like, Kyle, whatever you do, don't put on that glove. Don't you shed a tear, Kyle. And he was like, ah, fuck it. I'm putting on the glove. He was like, he goes, watch me do me this. Bring my onions into the courtroom. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get real tears going, guys. What did you want me to do? <laughs> and yeah, the, oh my god, the him looking over, and it's, you're just like, it makes again, it makes me want to spit on him more. Um, but uh, him looking over, and it's like all of Twitter at one point went, "Oh shit, this motherfucker!" <laughs> like. Are you kidding me with the glance over? It's the shaking for me. Oh, ooh, it's like the stumbling in the words. And he was, he came at me so fast. Fuck you, dude. I hope you burn in Fuck hell. You. God damn. All right. Well, I think we are about wrapped up, but there's not a whole bunch more I want to touch on. There's just, no. I have, I actually have two TikToks today. <clears throat> yeah. Both of them are not really. They're just kind of audio that I was going to play us yeah, out of the show with. Yeah. But also, I'd like to bring up, um, I sent this tweet the other day. It's um, CCHS, an extremely rare disease in which 
your your brain forgets to breathe when you fall asleep. Um, what is which this? they're raising awareness for it, and my oh, knee jerk reaction was kind of like, "Well, that's natural selection." If um uh as someone of um the highly medical profession like myself um cchs with such symptoms of uh, forgetting to breathe while you sleep uh, this is very severe symptoms we do need to raise awareness for um and a lot of money should be should be given to charities if that disease actually existed <laughs> it sounds like a curb your enthusiasm episode yeah like I gotta, I gotta turn on machine machine. I got CCHS. I forget to breathe sometimes when I'm asleep. I gotta my. It's just a, it's just a machine that electrically shocks you and wakes you up and makes you remember <laughs> to to breathe again. It's like the final boss of sleep apnea, where sleep apnea is just you got yeah. too fat to breathe while you sleep. And that's the so that's like, that's the last like uh, action your sleep demon has to try to kill you is like just make sure make him not breathe. This one is just you're too dumb to remember to breathe. What does CCHS <laughs> stand for? Catholic uh, Central Catholic High School? <laughs> Central Catholic High School disease. Oh. <laughs> and it's also like less than 1500 people in the whole world have it allegedly. Do you know what do you know what that actually means? No one has it. <laughs> no one Fake. fucking has it. This is all. This is all the. There's money in the banana stand. Is what's yeah. happening. Whoever here. wrote that. Whoever wrote that tweet was just like ten. Nah, no. Well, let's crank it up to fifteen, yeah. as they make oh, up a God. fucking number. All right, we'll we'll run these fucking TikToks real quick. Um, the first one is Vince Staples talking about why he hates freestyling. I'd love to hear which this, is, I mean, just I, an I, absolute ten out of ten. Well, I love this is why Vince Staples hates being asked to freestyle. I hate this, I told Curtis people. a couple years ago when I finally made it up. Money, I was like, all right, worst case scenario, I'm just going to go live in my mama house and we're going to be straight because I bought the motherfucker. I was like, look, I'm going to do what I ain't doing. None of Michael Jackson ain't do. They ain't asking me no question. Taylor Swift ain't do. I ain't freestyling. I ain't do none of that bullshit. That's just so coonery to me. Like, hey, my nigga. So you clearly <laughs> up here for a reason, but I still need a 16. Like, if you don't get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, cuz. You out here promoting an album, Man. but I want a 16. Hey, you got an album, right? We got we got 12 songs that you trying to eat off of, but my nigga, I need a, I need a freestyle. the fuck out of here, nigga. You rap, cuz. <laughs> I guess you ain't rapping. I love that. Man, if your name ain't Sway, I'm not rapping for you, nigga. Niggas got me fucked up, cuz. You told Sway you not rapping for him? I said, if you ain't Sway, that's the only nigga I rap for. And I'm, oh, I'm going to be mad as hell when I'm doing it, but I'm going to rap for Sway. For two hours, bro. You got an angry 16 for Sway? Yeah, mad 16. <laughs> All these other get the man, I forgot where it was. I ain't even going to front. We was in London or something. And it was this nigga. I forgot. I forgot his name. Even though I remember him, I ain't gonna say it. But it's yeah, still... I forgot his name. I remember his name. Was it Tim Westwood? Nah, it wasn't Tim Westwood. Okay. I know Tim Westwood. Was... See, I, that's why I was really mad, low key, because the nigga make Tim Westwood only want a sixteen, and he gonna ask you, you want to do it again? Was that good enough? Blah blah type shit. You know what I mean? This nigga, well, I don't know what kind Charlie of Charlie Sloth. I think the chubby nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut yeah, on like yeah, eight yeah. beats. So I'm like, nigga, why am I rapping still? Cause like, I'm looking at this nigga Corey like, you, I'm the, we fucking songs up now. I don't got nothing else. I ain't finna sing a freestyle. This nigga's got me rapping, cause I'm not finna be sitting there rapping for no white man for no hour, man. That's, that's the auction block. But yeah, I'm not. Shout out Sway though in the morning. Getting me. He goes, that's the auction block. Oh my God. And of course, the dude is out dripped in Celtics gear. Yeah, tough luck.
tough look hey, for the old Celts. I love freestyles. I have a different perspective on it. I'm in. I'm into it now. He's completely right. I just wrote 12 songs and spent yeah. probably a half of six months, seven, eight months in a studio, and now you want me to come up with something different. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if that. it's like it's if you're really good at freestyling, then that's fine. But realistically, you should write your album and then you should write 16 bars for Sway and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All the rappers out there, and we know you're listening. Yeah. When you make the next album, Kendrick, it's coming out early 2022. We know you're in the middle of it. Save 16 for Sway. Yeah. Let's put that on a shirt. Save 16 for Sway. Shirts will be dropping next week. Don't worry, guys. Save 16 for Sway. Hashtag save 16. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, girl Lacey, she wants to have my baby. Sway in the morning and it's crazy. Don't hate me. She gave me her number off air. I said, damn, suck on my jaw in there. Yo, her name Lacey with some big boobs. I think she's Hindu. And that's cool because I like different religions. Got a Jewish bitch, another one that's Christian. Then I take her to church. We go dig holes in the earth because we are, what's that called? Grave diggers. Grave diggers. <laughs> I didn't have any reason to include that other than that is, that is what you should do. That's that what is, all rappers should do. Yeah, that is, that's like, what happens. Shit, dude. Yeah. That's what happens when you write 12, 15 songs on an album and you go to Sway and Sway's like, hey man, you got bars? Like, freestyle for us and max like fuck me dude like fuck you, <laughs> shit i got high and i forgot to write 16 for you so yeah exactly all the all the rappers are going into fucking sway <laughs> blasted just being like oh i'm just gonna chat and then it's like oh shit he's gonna ask me to freestyle yep. fuck all right ladies i have a new perspective i have yep. a new perspective um on west virginia and freestyles um but other than that, solid episode. We'll be back next week with uh, some more wild and wonderful West whites of West Virginia. Um, yep. Don't have a baby and then do snort painkillers off the bedside table. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to get you in trouble. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is a loser. Um, Spit in his face. You see him? Yo mama ho. Whoever threw that paper, your mother's a hoe. <laughs> this is a strong state. Hold on. This one goes right out to you. Richard, you're a hoe. Hey. That's not nice. All right. This has been Jackson um, for the Trollstone Podcast. Follow us on all the shits. Um, keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Hey, baloney. Fuck you. Stop filming me. <laughs> All right. That's that's my new outro. Fucking hey, baloney. Fuck yo. Only facts. I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a ruger. Top billing come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer Mike killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages burning loot in it. Murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now